0: Maybe you're in that time of life, you know, in the early 20s. I believe it's a time where you're deconstructing all the beliefs that you've been taught in your life. And you're really trying to figure out, what exactly do I believe? It's a tough time. It's an awkward time. And the fact of the matter, there's a lot of truth to that. Because that is a time of your life that, that really sets you on the trajectory of where you're going. You see, that's a time in your life that the decisions that you make right now, maybe even in this room tonight, are going to affect you 5, 10, and even 15 years down the road.
1: Hey, welcome to Night Church, the Friday evening service of Praxis, the young adult ministry of the Loma Linda University Church. You're going to be hearing some great sermons, testimonies on this podcast that are going to encourage and deepen your faith. We are so excited that you're here, and I hope you enjoy this sermon, and so much so that you share it with someone that you love. Welcome.
0: Good evening, everyone. I want to welcome you to Praxis. My name is uh, Pastor Josh, and for those of you who don't know, I am uh, the contemporary worship pastor here that runs our anthem service, um, here that meets here every Saturday morning, so tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. We're excited for what God is doing there, Um, excited for what's coming up in the future because God is doing something uh, even bigger. We're moving into a new season, literally a new season, season three uh, we're going to be launching another service, uh, 10.30 a.m., as well as a 12 p.m. service. Uh, we would love to have you guys be a part of that. It is so good to be here tonight with the Praxis family. It is so good to be here with you guys, and uh, I just want to start out by saying that I believe that God is doing something here at Loma Linda University Church, that God is doing something new. He is doing something big. He's working here at Praxis. Do you believe that? Amen. God is working through Anthem. Uh, he's working through our main services. He's working through our leadership. God is doing something new here, and we want you to be a part of that journey with us uh, because we believe that God can do something new in your life. We believe that God can do something big in your life tonight. Do you truly believe that, church? Well, for those of us, for those of you who don't know me, my birthday was last week. That was his cue, my birthday. I told him it was. My, that was my cue. Last week, thanks, Gus. (laughs) Yeah, give it up for Gus. Thanks, Gus, for for doing that. Last week, it was my birthday, Saturday, September 11. And I know that that is not the most happy day to have your birthday, September 11. But nonetheless, that was when my birthday was. And uh, I am another year older. Life continues on. And I've been really, uh, as I've been kind of moving into this new phase, I've been realizing I'm moving out of young adulthood and into this new phase of life. Uh, out of young adulthood and into this new phase, I, I'm not even sure really what you call it. What do you call this next phase out of young adulthood? It's called like like normal adulthood, old adulthood. I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me out later. But I'm I'm moving into this new phase of life, and. As I've been thinking, I've been like really reminiscing on my early 20s. I've been like, man, my early 20s, they were, uh, they were amazing, but at the same time, they were kind of some of the most tumultuous time in my life as well. So go ahead, raise your hand if you yourself are in your early 20s. Wow. That makes me feel really old. <laughs> Raise your hand if you okay if you feel comfortable. Raise your hand. If you're like mid-twenties, mid twenties, mid mid twenties. Okay. Uh, raise your hand if you're like maybe um, you're okay late twenties. Okay. Uh, thirty. Raise your hand if you're you're thirty. Okay. And we we're not gonna go any further because if you're here and you're older than that, well, we love you as well. The thing is, is that you know what it's like being in your 20s. It's sometimes the most uh, amazing time, but at the same time, it's sometimes the most tumultuous, kind of rough, rocky road as you're figuring out life. Maybe uh, it's the time in your life where you're in your undergrad, you're in your postgraduate, and... uh, you're, you're getting ready to graduate, you're getting ready to move into uh, the real world, trying to find a job. Maybe you, you are one of those people who decided not to go to college or university and you're trying to figure out, hey, what, what do I do with my life? Maybe you're someone, um, you're in that time of life where you're trying to figure out, who do I want to marry? Maybe you're trying to figure out if you want to marry anyone at all. Maybe you're in that time of life, you know, in the early 20s. I believe it's a time where you're deconstructing all the beliefs that you've been taught in your life. And you're really trying to figure out, what exactly do I believe? It's a tough time. It's an awkward time. And the fact of the matter, there's a lot of truth to that. Because that is a time of your life that, that really sets you on the trajectory of where you're going. You see, that's a time in your life that the decisions that you make right now, maybe even in this room tonight, are going to affect you 5, 10, and even 15 years down the road. That's really crazy when you think about it. So tonight, I want to take a moment, and I want to share with you three ideas Three principles that I believe as you move out, as you step into this new season of life that can help you put your best foot forward, that can help you put your best foot forward in life to bring you the most success and the most fulfillment. Well, I believe the first place you got to start is Scripture. And over the past... Um, uh, a week or so you guys have been in, it, diving into the book of Proverbs and maybe for you you know it as the book of wisdom well you know as I've been kind of reading I was reading this week and I'm like man there's a lot of wisdom in this book but there's also some kind of weird some kind of weird Proverbs as well I don't know if you've actually you know read the book of Proverbs there's some, there's some interesting Proverbs in there I don't know if you've seen this one uh, if you don't have an oxen at least your barn is clean all right uh, don't retaliate and say, I'm going to even this score. Wait for the Lord because he packs a bigger punch. Interesting, okay. Uh, here's where wisdom starts. Get some of it. All right, thanks, Solomon. That's that's great. The book of Proverbs, ladies and gentlemen. These Proverbs are kind of interesting and maybe, you know, we over-exaggerated them a little bit. They're kind of humorous, but the thing is, is when you actually dive deeper into the book of Proverbs, you begin to see some real-life wisdom, some real-life wisdom that can guide you to put your best foot forward as you move into this new season of your life. So if I could tell my 20-year-old self, if I could look back and say, hey, Josh, meet my 20-year-old self, these would be the three things from the book of Proverbs, these three principles that I would share. Number 1. Watch where you step. I'll start this one by telling a little story about when I was in university. Walla Walla University many, many, many years ago. And uh, I really feel old now t- talking about this. <laughs> Walla Walla University and uh, you know I was at that time I was a single guy and you know, being a single guy, you're kind of, you know, you're looking out for that that cute girl or that that, that, that special someone that you want to get to know, and, and and maybe, you know, down the road, potentially marry. Well, I was uh, at church one day, and uh, my friends and I, the service had ended, and uh, we were kind of gathered around in a circle, and there was this girl that I was kind of interested in. She was kind of cute, and uh, I was like, hey, uh, I saw her in another group over here, and I was like, man, this could be a great opportunity to get to know her, to talk to her. But the problem is, is that I, I tend to lean to the very introverted side of life. Uh, I tend to be kind of shy. Uh, talking to people, having small talk is actually a really kind of terrifying thing for me. So at that point, I'm like, oh, man, I was starting to breathe heavy. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm in this group here. She's over there. And you kind of, you know, you kind of look over and you kind of make eye contact. And You're like, hey, what's up? And you look away, and then you're there, and and you're like, oh, man, I got to do this. And then my friends started to kind of pick up on what was going on. They're like, Josh. And, of course, me to be an introvert, I usually am attracted to extroverted people, so I have a lot of extroverted friends who are like, Josh, what's your problem? Come on, just go talk to her. And so I'm in this group. They're trying to psych me up, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to just psych myself up. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to go over and talk to her. And... uh, I'm kind of looking, making sure she hasn't left yet. She's in her group there. I'm in my group, and I'm psyching myself up. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. And so with all the vigor, with all the confidence, I turn around, and I step right into this huge glass, plastic glass of juice. And juice goes everywhere, all over the floor, all over my leg. And probably even the worst part is that I see her looking directly at me. And I go oh no, (laughs) and maybe even the worst part is that I try to play off as if nothing had happened, (laughs) and I continue to walk towards her (laughs) covered in juice, and let's just say that one didn't go very far. You have to watch your step. You've gotta watch where you are putting your feet. You see when you're walking down this journey of life you know as a young adult you know you're moving into this new season uh, you've got as you're putting your best foot forward you have to watch where you're putting that foot what kind of influences are you stepping into what kind of people are you surrounding yourself with what kind of friends are you allowing To speak into your life. See, Proverbs 14:7, it says this. If you have your Bibles, we have it on the screen. Proverbs 14:7 says, it says, You see, escape quickly from the company of fools. They're a waste of your time, a waste of your words. I'll be straightforward with you tonight. If you want to put your best foot forward, You've got to surround yourself with positive people who are going to lift you up, encourage you, and inspire you. And although you may not, may, a lot of people don't agree with this, but the company that you keep greatly impacts and influences your choices. So I want to be real with you tonight. Hey, if you are someone here and you're wanting to put your best foot forward, you want to step out, you want to put your best foot forward, and you want to be someone that is goal driven that is wanting to reach their goals, reach their achievements, then you need to surround yourself with people who are goal-driven and who want to reach their achievements. If you're someone in life that wants to have a positive attitude, that wants to have a bright outlook on life, then you need to surround yourself with people who are positive and have a bright outlook on life. If you're someone that wants to have a strong spiritual journey, then, hey, you need to get yourself into a community like Praxis, like Anthem, That can help you journey along this road of spirituality. Hey, maybe you're married and you're newly married or or even wanting to get married, and and you want to have a strong marriage, a strong relationship with your spouse, and hey, you gotta get uh, you gotta surround yourself with people who have a strong relationship. Watch your step. Well, maybe tonight that means that hey, you're here and you need to move on. the negative and toxic relationships in your life. You know, I know it's not easy, but here's the thing is that you have to decide who you want to be and where you want to go and begin to surround yourself with people who are going to help you do just that. Motivational speaker Tony Robbins, he says this. If we surround ourselves with people who are successful, who are forward-moving, who are positive, who are focused on producing results, who support us, it will challenge us to be more and do more and share more. If you can surround yourself with people who will never let you settle for less than you can be, you have the greatest gift that anyone can hope for. So I pray tonight that you surround yourself with positive people who can encourage, inspire you. You know, too often I've seen people get dragged down by the influences of their life and not fully live out the potential that God has for them. So I pray that you would watch your step. Number two. Number two on how to how to put your best foot forward would be to step gently. I want to tell you another story. This is uh, way back, uh, probably in my teen years, and uh, I lived in British Columbia, Canada. I'm Canadian, by the way. Lived in British Columbia, Canada. And uh, we, in, in, in Canada, I don't know about here, I actually don't think it exists here, we have basements. Now, if you don't know what a basement is, it's the thing that's underground your house, it's it's underground, there's room, you can do stuff down there. <laughs> it's your basement. I don't think you have basements here. East Coast. East Coast, okay, that's the East Coast thing, all right. So it's your basement. We had a basement, and there was two uh, apartment suites, and, and we would rent them out. And uh, the thing is, is that Um, We had tenants there, you know, they were paying money, and uh, my mother was paranoid that if us kids, there was four of us kids, if we made any noise at all, she was paranoid that those tenants were going to move out immediately. So it was like, it was wild, okay? It was like living in a constant John Krasinski movie. (laughs) You may or may not have got that reference. (laughs) basically, I remember it was things like you could only turn the TV up to, I think, the number four. Just the fact that I remember what number you could turn the TV up to was pretty bad. You had to walk around with specifically socks on your feet. All, at all times, socks had to be on your feet because if you were barefoot, there was certain vibrations in the floor that might travel down and cause the tenants to hear you and get angry and move out. I remember my mom would even tell us that you had to walk a certain way. That no, you couldn't just walk like a normal person. You had to walk, it was kind of like a flat foot, a bit of a flat foot, kind of slightly. She'd be like, hey kids, come to supper, and we all be like. (laughs) We had to walk gently. And in order seriously, in order to make it work, we had to step gently. I want to suggest to you today, tonight, that in order to put your best foot forward into this life, you've got step gently. Well, what do I mean by, by stepping gently? Proverbs 14, 14, it says this. It says, a mean person gets paid back in meanness, a gracious person in grace. You know, I'm just going to say it. Hey, we live in a mean world. We live in a world where the culture is to conquer and destroy We live in a world that's about thinking only about yourself. We live in a world that's more reactive than responsive. We live in a world that's all about stepping on people and stepping over people to get where you want to go. Well, I want to suggest to you tonight that maybe instead of stepping on people, we need to start stepping beside people on their journey. We need to step gently, learning, be gracious, Let kindness be at your core. You know, it's interesting that, you know, contrary to popular belief, that kindness can often lead to success. There's a study that's actually done uh, by Jack Zenger and Joseph Folkman. And they track about over 50,000 leaders and found that the most likable leaders who express warmth and kindness were also the most effective. So in your life, step gently. Step with kindness. Don't be reactive. Don't uh, be responsive. You know, when you get that text from that coworker that just annoys you, hey, don't respond right away. Take an hour. Take two hours. Take tomorrow. Sleep on it. Respond thoughtfully. Write it out. Write it out with grace and kindness. Maybe it means for you being kind to marginalized people groups. People that you don't agree with, find kindness. Step gently. Let kindness be at the core of who you are. Well, point number three that I want to uh, talk about that I believe uh, the Book of Proverbs helps us uh, in putting your best foot forward, and it's to stop talking and start walking. Stop talking and start walking. So here's a fact for you. I don't know if you knew this, but the average person talks about 16,000 words a day. An introvert says about 50 words a day. Did you know that? That's a complete joke. But I'm an introvert, and I can tell you that I do not talk 16,000 words a day, Okay. Uh, My wife's an extrovert. She might probably very well talk maybe 20,000, maybe, average? Over. Okay. there you go, right? You know, seriously, I'd probably have to take a three-day nap if I talk 16,000 words a day. I don't know how people do it. Raise your hand here if you are an introvert. There's (laughs) There's a lot of introverts tonight. Raise your hand if you're an extrovert. Raise your hand if you don't know what you are. We'll be praying for you. Well, here's the thing is that... I think I figured out the key to being an extrovert. You just gotta shut your brain off in a conversation and just go. And it's like a roller coaster, and you just see where you end up. And man, I have ended up in some crazy places when that happens. In Proverbs 14 23, it says, Hard work always pays off. Mere talk puts no table, no bread on the table. You know, you gotta put your best foot forward, and sometimes you've gotta stop talking and you gotta start walking. You've got to step out into the unknown and make things happen because mere talk doesn't put bread on the table. You know, some of you all here, you're, you're here, and you're complaining that you're you're single. That hey, you know, there's just no good guys, no girls left. You know, I'm just waiting for God to just put that person in my life. Well, hey, you know what I'm going to say to you? Hey, you got to stop talking and you got to start start walking. You got to start taking that step. You got to step out and maybe walk across the room to that cute guy or cute girl and say, hi, how's it going? Maybe you got to put yourself on a dating app. You got to stop talking and you got to start walking. You know, maybe you're here tonight and you're saying, hey, oh man, I, I, I can't find a job. It's hard to find a job these days. And hey, I'm going to give it to you. It is very, it, is, it can be very difficult to find a job these days. But you know what? I believe that God calls us to stop talking and start walking. Maybe he's calling you to walk into that HR office with your resume in hand. Walk to that person and shake their hand and say, here's my resume. I want to work for you. You got to stop talking and you got to start walking. Maybe it's your spiritual life and you're saying, oh, man. I just don't feel like I'm spiritually connected to God the way I want to be. I just am not sensing his presence. Well, maybe you need to stop talking, and you need to start walking, and you need to walk yourself into a community like Praxis. You need to walk yourself into a community, surround yourself with people who can guide you through your spiritual walk. In life, you got to stop talking sometimes, and you got to start, start walking. You know, it's interesting because as Christians, we're very much taught to, you, you pray, you pray, and you pray until God works. You get on your knees and you pray until God really does something. Well, sometimes I wonder and I think that God is looking and he's going, yo, I've already laid it out for you. I've already laid out the path for you, but I need you to begin to step into what I've laid out for you, and I need you to begin to physically begin to walk in the path that I have laid out for you, to begin to physically take the steps that you need to take to live in the potential that I want you to live in. you got to stop talking, and you need to start walking. It reminds me of the story of uh, of Peter. And uh, I don't know if you know that story, uh, when they're out on the boat, the disciples are out on the boat, and and uh, Jesus happens to be on the water, and uh, he calls Peter out. Peter steps out of the boat, and uh, you know he goes out, and the story goes is that you know he takes his eyes off Christ and he begins to sink. Well, it's interesting because I think as Christians, excuse me, I think as Christians, we tend to kind of look at Peter and, and say, oh man, Peter's the bad guy here. Peter's a bad guy. He didn't have enough faith. But the thing is, is that I think we need to kind of shift our focus to to maybe the people in the boat who were too scared to begin to take that first step, that first step into the unknown, that first step into what God is calling you into, that first step into faith, that first step into the potential that you could be living. It's so my prayer for you tonight. that you would be a Peter. Look in your life. What is it that you want? Whether that's a job or or, or a marriage or a, a solid spiritual life, whatever it is, think about that. And then think about the actual steps you need to take to begin to see that become revealed in your life. Take that first step tonight. You know, this journey of my 20s, I've had to really learn these principles. I've had to learn to watch where I step. You know, I was fortunate enough that when I was at uh, college, I found a group of of people, a group of guys that we bonded together and they were a group of guys that poured, we poured into each other's lives. Uh, You know, we would constantly be talking about uh, questioning our our spiritual journey, wondering, hey, the big questions about life. Inspiring each other to move forward, having a positive outlook on life, seeing how we could pour into someone else's life. And now that I'm here at, at... at Loma Linda University Church, you know, my, my dream is, is that I, I want to be an, an amazing leader. And I've realized that I need to surround myself with amazing leaders. I've also had to realize and learn to step gently. You know, as a pastor, you deal with people on a regular basis, many different opinions and, and ideas of how to do things. And I've had to learn to step gently. Just like Christ stepped gently with each one of us, I've had to learn to step in grace, step in kindness, learn to, hey, I'm not going to respond to that text till tomorrow. I've also had to learn to stop talking and start walking. You know one thing that's so key in life? If you want to get anywhere, you've got to stop talking and you've got to start walking make a list, make a list of ways that you can begin to step into that potential that God has for you. So I believe that those are three ways that Proverbs gives us, three basic ideas as you're moving into this life ahead of you, early 20s. I believe that Proverbs gives us these core foundations to be able to move forward, to be able to put your best foot forward into a life that can bring you the most fulfillment and the most success. But I also wanna close with this, I wanna say, this time of your life, it can be hard, but it's also an incredible time of life. After I said all that, don't take it too seriously. Have fun, laugh, Enjoy what God has given you. Enjoy the beautiful pleasures of life. You know, I believe that God created us to enjoy life. And I'll leave you with this last verse uh, from Scripture. And this is actually uh, from the same author of Proverbs Solomon. He he writes in Ecclesiastes, he says this. Seize life. Eat bread with gusto. Drink wine with a robust heart. Oh, yes, God takes pleasure in your pleasure. Dress festively every morning. Don't skimp on colors and scarves. Relish life with the spouse you love each and every day of your precious life. Each day is God's gift. It's all you get in exchange for the hard work of staying alive. Make the most of each one. Whatever turns up, grab it and do it and heartily. You've only got one life, so live it to the fullest.
1: Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the Night Church Podcast. We really are excited for where we're going, and you can help us in that mission. There's a few things that you can do. Number one is just stay connected. So if you want to follow up what's going on in the young adult ministry here at Loma Linda University Church, Follow us on Instagram at Praxis Ministry. And then the other way to really build from this is to financially contribute. Your donations make such a big impact. And so if you go to LLUC.org slash give, you can connect with Praxis Ministry there. On a one-time gift or a reoccurring commitment, it makes such a difference. Well, we love you, care for you, and may God bless you richly as you take theory and make it into practice.